0: Hello, and welcome to Organize Holistically. My name is Dana L'Oreal Morales, and I am your holistic process strategist. I help mompreneurs and side hustling professionals to develop, implement, and streamline processes in both your business and your personal life so that you can have better work life balance and integration. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about password keepers, what you need to look for and why is is it important for you to have this in your arsenal as an entrepreneur. Um, So I'm going to give you today the benefits of having a password keeper. And also I'm going to help you develop your requirements document for selecting the password keeper or manager that is right for you. Okay. Um, So I'm just going to jump right in because I have a couple of items that I want to talk about in more detail um, and be mindful of your time. So the very first benefit that I want to share with you is just the overall understanding of um, data breaches and the security, um, just being not mindful of overall security in our world and in in our environment. So a lot of password keepers, not all of them, but again, this is helping you build your requirements document, they have their finger on the pulse of data, breaches, security, and all of those types of things and commentary and what are people out there doing and what do we need to protect ourselves from? And so when looking for a password keeper tool, you want to look for one that is going to help to keep you abreast of the most important information that's out there. How does it affect your day to day? Do you need to change your passwords because the company that you're using to handle one of, you know, one of your systems was, you know, they had a breach. In their data which means that somebody may have gotten access to your password so therefore you need to change your password um you know knowing that they your password keeper is staying on top of the these breaches is extremely helpful is it a requirement absolutely not but i think that that is a it should be a high item on your list because i know i do not ch- you know watch the news every day um and i'm not fully entrenched in all of the things happening with security these days. So having something like a partner that is able to provide that information to me and help me along is very helpful. So that's something that you want to think about. Um, Now, how many of you all have passwords stuck on sticky notes on your computer on your desk in notebooks maybe you have a binder where you're like oh i keep it all in this binder it's very well organized but it's in a book right it's in a one physical book that if you left that in in your you know in your home office and you were across town and needed this password you would have to call somebody or go back to the house to get that password right so If you are that person, if I've hit the nail on the head in that description, then a password keeper is definitely something that you want to think about having. Because in most cases, the password keeper is going to allow you to um, have access to that information no matter if you're physically in front of it or not. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute when I get into the requirements document. Um, Another reason that you want to have a a password keeper or a benefit of the password keeper is that you're able to segment out and keep track of passwords for different areas of your life, right? So assuming you're a side hustler, you have your personal life, you have your business life, and you have your entrepreneurial life. And every single part, every single um, division of of you, right, has passwords associated with it. And you can even segment out and say it's not only my family life, you know, my home life, but it's also my children, right? So think about your kids' school. How many passwords have you had to set up for your something dealing with your your child with school or sports or what have you? And so it's important for you to be able to not only have access to these passwords, but also be able to segment them. Um, into the various scenarios that you have in in your particular situation. The other thing is being able to share your passwords without actually sharing your password. So many password keepers will allow for you to say, hey, I want to share my password with my virtual assistant, right? I need them to handle this tool and they have to log in with my account. Well, I don't want to hand my virtual assistant my password because that's a security risk in itself. But instead, I want to be able to share that with them where it's cloaked. So they have access because I've shared it, but they don't know what it is, right? So either it's given what they see as a a, a coded number that represents my password, password, or they don't see anything at all but the little dots when they click the button and it just lets them into the tool. The beauty of this is that you can then when that virtual assistant or your relationship with that virtual assistant or contractor ends that you can then just remove their access to that password, right? So you're just saying, hey, they no longer have access to this and I'm just removing them from my password keeper. Okay, so that's just a a more secure way of sharing passwords with individuals Um, in the assumption that that relationship may end, right? Um, You never want to think about a team member leaving your team. But the reality is, is that team members move on, right? They have other things going on. And so um, you need a way of protecting yourself and your business and your family, depending on what this person is doing for you. All right. You can also, in the same vein, share your passwords with your family members, right? So how many of you have Netflix and Hulu, all these streaming services, and maybe you're sharing accounts. Maybe it's your Amazon account. Yeah, I'm speaking of myself right now, um, where you're sharing passwords with family members. Um, And it could be nothing like that. It could just be that, hey, it's the banking account, right? Or it's one of the accounts for your household, your lights, your water. Um, Usually you have one person in the household who handles those things, but the other needs to have understanding of what that password is or understanding of what they need to do with that account. And so having a tool that you can share with them that data, that information without... Literally having to have them write it down somewhere is really important. Again, we're thinking security, we're thinking ease of access um, to those who really need the information. Thinking about disaster recovery, this is another benefit of a password keeper or data keeper um, because if you think about the situation of a a flood or tornado, earthquake, fire, all of those um, disasters, if you will, have an effect on your physical stuff. So if you had, for example, in, in my area, we've been hit with all of these. We've even had earthquakes, but not to the extent of other cities um but think about a flood everything's wet you can't access anything so how can you get to your you know those passwords you wrote down on a piece of paper or in a book maybe it's ruined maybe the ink has run on the paper um tornado your passwords are across town because the tornado picked up your office and and distributed all of that stuff all over the place, right? Um, and you know we all know what happens in a fire. So when you think about disaster recovery and password keepers, um, the password keeper I have is cloud-based right and so we that's going to be something we talk about in the requirements area but knowing that I can access my passwords from anywhere I don't even have to be on my computer I can just log into another computer as long as I know my master password and so understanding that is important because I don't have to worry about all of my data that's important, that's saved and written down somewhere because I've got it all in my disaster recovery, um, packet, which is partly my password keeper. Um, and we've already talked about, um, you know, data breaches and things like that. But even, I just want to go a step further with that in thinking about, you know, dark web protection and and um, all of those things that we don't know about. Listen, I am in the IT arena, you know, in my full-time job. And so although I am in that area and I hear about things much sooner than other people, like the regular uh, everyday citizen, right? I hear about a lot of data breaches and, and different, situations that are happening in the technical world, I by no means am versed in all things security. And so having a partner, just like I was saying earlier, that can help you navigate those things that you need to be aware of or you need to think about is important. Knowing that, hey, passwords used to be seven digits. Now they're 10 and 12 digits. Now they're suggesting pass phrases and things like that. So understanding that this password keeper program is a partner in your security. And so they're able to feed you and keep you abreast of those types of security changes in our industry that will help protect you and your family a little better. Okay. So those are kind of all the benefits, right? Those are the things that really, when it comes to Password Keeper, not only have I seen myself as benefits, but I've I've learned along the way, I didn't realize that I needed this in my life, right? so it's just a a, a really positive thing and again i'm speaking from experience i used to be that person who had the contact that had all my all of my passwords in it you know i know someone who used to write down their passwords in a book and they just had their their password book um, but they would lose their password book or they would be somewhere in need that password book and they wouldn't have it with them so these are all things to think about when Um, considering whether you should or shouldn't have a password keeper. Now, a lot of people I know are using Google's password keeper um, or Chrome, where it'll pop up and say, hey, do you want to say this password? And you say yes or no. Um, And I have my own personal opinions about using that one versus um, the one that I personally use. That has, you have to think about your level of trust and, and how you feel about the password keeper that you have. Do your research is probably the number one thing that I can recommend to you regarding the functionality and the abilities of the tool that you are using. Okay. So I'm not going to recommend any particular one to you on this episode. I just want you to be mindful that all are not created equal and you need to definitely consider what your needs are. So now, I want to talk about some requirements to look for, some things that as I was looking for a password keeper, some things that kind of started popping up that I was like, oh, I didn't know this was important to me, but it is, right? Um, and some things I've kind of thought about along the way now that I have one, you know, just some things to think about with the other tools that are out there on the market. So the first thing is to find out, do they have a free plan? So all password keepers, you don't have to pay for them, right? There are free and on up, and you want to be mindful of what the difference is between the various levels. So the tool that I use, it has a free, it has a family, and then it has a business plan, right? And that may have a team environment too. Um, But for some reason, I think the business and the team are Together, Right. So, but you want to look at your tool and see, does it have a differentiation between plan levels? Do they have a free level? Um, and then just, you have to pay for additional functionality. Uh, so looking at tools for that. Um, can you graduate from one level to the other? So if you start with the free personal plan, can you then graduate to family? Can you then graduate to business or team? Uh, That's important because you don't want to have to have three different systems, right? For your various different use cases in your life. You want to be able to say, hey, these passwords that I'm putting in right now are for my business, or I need to have access to be able to do all these different things. So um, looking at your tools and seeing, what, what the differentiation is between their account levels. So another thing to think about are grouping. So this is kind of piggybacking on um, the different levels in that the tool that I use has the ability to group passwords. So I can say, hey, all of these passwords right here are passwords for my streaming accounts. So if I want to share all of my streaming account passwords with someone in my family, I can literally just take that grouping and share it. Some don't have the access to share groupings, right? So in that case, you would need to share each individual password, right? Um, Which can be time-consuming depending on how many passwords you have. So there's pros and cons in in, um, groupings, but the point that I wanna make is that you should have the ability to have a group or to not have a group. So in the tool that I use, I can share passwords as a group, or I can share them individually, right? So that's something you want to think about. And sometimes this grouping functionality is part of a paid tier. So maybe your tool has it, but you have to pay to have access to that, okay? Is there a cost for sharing? That's something else that you want to think about, especially if you are thinking about sharing things with your family members or sharing them with um, your co-workers or your team members or contractors is there a cost and what does that cost what is the overall breakdown of the cost meaning is it a one set price of if I want to share I need to be on the sharing plan for example or is it a cost every time you share you have to pay you also want to ask yourself does the person that I'm sharing with have to have an account Right. And can, if they have to have an account, can they be on a free account where I'm on a paid account? How does that work? Right. Um, so check in with them on that, find out if your tool is browser based, right? Can it travel with you or is it only locally saved on your computer? So let me explain this. So there are some tools that although they appear to be browser-based, they are saving your data and your information into a file that is only local on your device, okay? And the problem with that is if I am on another computer and I need to access that password, I don't have access to it because although it's quote-unquote browser-based, is really not. It's really just pulling from a locally saved, file on your computer and allowing you to utilize that within your browser that you're in hopefully that makes sense um so instead i would recommend looking for a truly cloud-based system unless you only want it to be locally based right i don't know why you would only want something to be accessible on one computer but for each its own right but my recommendation is to look for something that is cloud-based that you can maybe you have the ability to turn the cloud-based um access on or off would be nice Um, but being cloud-based, one of the beauties that I've seen in this is number one, I can utilize it on any of my devices, uh, be that phone, um, my laptop, you know, my work laptop, like it doesn't matter. I can use it anywhere. Um, I can even be on my mom's computer, right. And log into my account and have access to my passwords. Um, so that is very helpful. Um, and then looking for, whether or not your tool of choice has the ability to import passwords because for some of you all you do have it systematically in an excel document so looking to see can i import those in and not have to enter them individually now for some of you all that may not be important because you may say hey you know what i want to build it as i go and know so that i know if i truly need these passwords or not so that's a personal choice and you can put it on your requirements document as far as you know a low base requirement or not have it on there at all. It's really up to you. Okay. So these are all the reasons why you want to get a password keeper and the different requirements that you want to think about and look into when you're looking for the tool that you're looking for. The final thing that I want to encourage you to do is to really look at your tool security levels, right? Because Hello, this tool is going to have all of your passwords in it. So you want to make sure that the tool you're using is extremely secure and that, um, you know, I look for bank level security, if not higher, on the tools um, that I'm using. So check it out and see what it is. If it cannot, speak to the security, then I would recommend not using that tool, right? You want to have something that you feel confident in and know that it is protecting your best interests. So I hope you found this episode helpful. As always, let me know in the comments. Um, Shoot me a message on uh, social at Dana L'Oreal Morales because I love hearing from you guys and I hope that this was helpful. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today and I hope you found something that will help you in your organizing journey. If you did, consider leaving a comment or review so it will help others know the value that you received. For more information regarding this or any other episode, visit DLMorales.com. And as always, do something today to fill your happiness bucket. I'll see you next time.